This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, you guys? Welcome to a new episode of the Stella Ray, Her Motherfucking Self podcast. Missed y'all. And we have a lot to talk about today, so I'm super excited. But yeah, ever since I got back from a Germany, I've kind of been on my 5 a.m. bullshit again. And it's like, okay, I am getting a lot more done, but then I get tired at like nine, like tired, like good night, REM cycle is beginning. So it's kind of like a give and take, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. And I've said this. I think in a few morning routine videos, but if you don't have to wake up early, if you're not a morning person, there's like no point. You know, I think it's just more effective to, you know, obviously some of us have to get up and do things in the morning, go to a a regular job, be fucking normal. But if you are a creative person or you do work for yourself or whatever, or even on like weekends or your days off, it's like, if you're not going to be the most productive in the morning, bitch, save it. Like just sleep, get in that extra REM cycle and do like do your work later like Sonia it's so funny sometimes she will like I'll wake up and I'll text her back because she texts me like 10 p.m and I'm like asleep and then she replies at like five or six this doesn't happen like that often but it has happened and I'll be like oh my god like you woke up like the same time as me like why are you up so early she's like oh no I'm just like going to bed (laughs) who can relate like are you a morning person or a night owl But yeah, I feel like I've said this too, but if I'm awake at night, it's because I'm like getting lit. I can't be productive at night. It's so hard for me. I can't focus. Like I just want to like chill. But in the morning, I'm like, yes, like writing my to-do list, getting everything done. Like, yes, I can't believe I invented productivity. Anyway, how long will this 5 a.m. bullshit last? I'll let you know. But it is Taurus season, which I don't think we've discussed yet because I didn't upload a podcast for so long. So I wanted to discuss Taurus season. Shout out all the Tauruses out there. Um, I'm actually a Taurus rising. So as we've discussed, your rising sign is kind of your external personality, your social personality, kind of how you present yourself to the world. Whereas your sun sign, which if you don't know a lot about astrology, your sun sign is like your sign. So when people are like, what's your sign? Like, that's your sun sign, which is kind of who you are at your core. Like the true you, bitch. Your rising is kind of like the fake you, you know. I saw this tweet that was like, your tweets are your sun sign, your retweets are your rising, and then your likes are your moon. Have you ever gone through someone's likes? Or even like your own, and you're just like, damn, bitch. Like, what the fuck? This is what I'm liking. Like, when you see it all at once, it's like, fuck, Relax. Um, but yeah, so Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus, which is kind of the planet of love and of pleasure. So this is a time of that, of um, 
exploring your sensual side and like asking yourself, what do you need to be happy? Also, as always, I'm referencing the website Astro Style, which is such just like a cute website. And I feel like they're always very accurate and it's just like easy to read. I feel like a lot of astrology, not a lot, there's a few astrology websites that are just kind of like overwhelming or it's almost geared towards people who are more experienced in astrology. Um, like if you're really like my mom's fucking like can read charts and it's like, oh, well like this aspect, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like I'm, I'm not really like trained, um, but Astro Style is just like cute, easy to read. It just gives you like the facts so you get the overall vibe. But yeah, I always reference this for my podcast and stuff and even just for myself because of that. Um, I love how like they made a list of ways to embrace Taurus season. The first one is just slow your roll <laughs> mood. Um, but yeah, so Taurus is an earth sign. So it's going to be a very grounding time. You know, we just came from Aries season, which is a fire sign. And um, it's the first sign of the astrological wheel. So you're kind of using this like fiery energy to move forward and to start new things and like new year, new me. And then Taurus season kind of grounds you and, you know, just kind of makes you relax a little bit. You know, it's like, we need to take it down a notch. We need to make a to-do list. We need to like, just fucking chill. Take life at a much slower and more productive pace for the next four weeks, making time to enjoy the little things. You know, how can I be more happy, fulfilled? How can I be more open to receiving pleasure? It says, especially physical pleasure, mood, um, Although, this is funny, although tour season shifts our focus to security and budgeting, we can also be tempted to spend our money and resources recklessly. Enjoy life's pleasures, but do so mindfully or with a practical purpose. Mood. <laughs> Everything, I'm just like, mood. Um, and yeah, Taurus is also a very, like, stubborn sign. So my parents have always said that about me. It's like, if I make my mind up about something, like, I'm doing that thing. Taurus rising is like retweet if you have Taurus in your chart. <laughs> um, and then Taurus also can be a sign that's very like, oh, you just want to like chill. You just want to lay in bed. You just want to eat. Like you, maybe you love food. Um, I think a really funny example is like Trisha Paytas is a Taurus. I love my queen. Um, but like all her mukbangs and stuff, like she's like, I just love food. <laughs> Classic Taurus behavior. Um, and then also something funny Relating to me, you know, because I'm a Leo, this has to be about me. <laughs> but I tweeted like my sun sign, which is Leo, trying to convince all my other aspects to go out. Because <laughs> I have like a Taurus rising, Virgo moon, which Virgo is kind of like whatever. It's another earth sign, so a little more chill. But And then like some cancer in my chart, which is like you just want to stay home. You want to chill. Like Taurus, you just want to like lie in bed, eat. And then Leo is like... A very sociable sign. You know, you want to be like out there. You want to be seen. So sometimes I have to like make up my mind, which am I going to listen to today? <laughs> um, so yeah, just kind of like an overall Taurus season vibe. Let me know if you've been experiencing any of this, if you have been feeling more productive recently, or maybe you've been a little more drawn to things that will bring you pleasure or happiness or just like that sense of fulfillment. And if you haven't, this is your wake-up call. You know, make a to-do list today. What things do you need to get done? What, you know, what can make your life a little bit easier? 
What things could you do to treat yourself? Do you need to go get a pedicure? Do you want to book a massage? People always say that, but it's like, I literally have not gotten a massage in like two years. And I think that was the only massage I've ever gotten, which is probably not good, especially just because like I work out a lot. I feel like it'd probably be good, but who has the time? Honestly, and like it's expensive. So just book a pedicure and call it a day. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear about it. And also let me know if you're a Taurus and happy birthday to all the Tauruses. And how has this season been treating motherfucking you, bitch? Gonna take a sip of water because we needed to stay hydrated. Also, I kind of love doing these in the morning because I feel like my voice is kind of fucked up and I kind of love when it sounds like that. I lost my voice a few months ago just for like a, a few days, but I loved how my voice sounded. I wish I could sound like that all the time. I started smoking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, and then I also have a coffee, but I really just want a cold brew. I saw a tweet that was like, oh, fuck. I only ever drink water or alcohol. I'm either hydrated or drunk. And like, who can relate? Except I also drink like coffee, cold brew, and like a tea, like a sleepy time tea. Maybe a celery juice, but not really recently, to be honest. But yeah, I don't drink like juice. I don't drink soda. Like, why would I? The CBD soda was bomb though. I guess sometimes I haven't had kombucha in a while. Whatever. (laughs) Okay, so um, something else I wanted to talk about that when this happened, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to talk about that on my podcast is I'm sure if you're on Twitter, you saw the Aisha Curry Red Table Talk or it was with their whole family, but people were really focusing in on like what she was saying. And if you haven't watched it, basically uh, Jada and like her fam sit down with Aisha and like her fam and they're talking about being like the wives to these star athletes and like how that affects them. And they talk about having anxiety and it was actually like a really good episode. Um, Like, I don't know. It was just, it was very relatable, even though like it wasn't, it was. Um, And Aisha basically talks about how she, like they're talking about how they deal with their husbands getting all this attention from women and if they get jealous and how they like deal with that. And she basically talks about how she doesn't like it and how she, you know, makes her feel insecure because she's not getting any other male attention. Like it's not like all these guys are like trying to get to her and talking to her. And she's like, you know, had three kids. You're going to like feel different after that as most women do, but then also at, you know, in this situation, being the wife to like a star basketball player, like bitch, it's going to take a toll on you. Like it makes sense. And people, a lot of people were kind of like, I feel like not getting what she was saying, classic Twitter behavior, but there, I don't know. I definitely have some thoughts. So if you haven't watched it, I would say it's like worth a watch. I just watched it while I was like doing my makeup and kind of listen to it like a podcast because it is interesting. And they do discuss anxiety and stuff, which I thought that was kind of cool. Like who can relate? <laughs> but basically my thoughts are, well, let me backtrack. She basically, to me, it sounded like she just kind of wants some validation or like acknowledgement that she's still sexy. She still looks good because her husband's getting all of that, but she's not getting any of that. And 
um, I think she said something like, is it me? Like, am I not attractive anymore? Like blah, 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 which is classic again in our society. You know, we really just are taught to only value women for their looks and sex appeal. And, you know, it's kind of a, a form of misogyny. I think it's like, you're only worth something. You're only worth attention or whatever. If you are attractive by these specific standards. Um, so getting into the main point of what I want to say, going back to misogyny, we view, I, I'm saying we, but I mean like society, society, it's not me, bitch. I am not a part of this. I'm part of society though. So am I? Fuck. Society views women as men's property. So women don't view Steph Curry as Aisha's property because that's not how we view it. We don't view men as women's property. We view women as men's property. So all of these girls are, of course, are going to like surround him, flirt with him, try to like get his attention. But guys aren't going to do that to her because, you know, it's like, oh, out of respect for like her husband, I'm not going to do that. It's not a, it's not out of respect for her and her marriage. It's out of respect for him because that's his wife. You know, it's like secondary. And Another example of this, this is when I first kind of became aware of this or it kind of clicked. I was watching like, this is so random, but I was watching like an old Ace Family Q&A. And what was the video? I don't remember, but I think they were talking about people going in their DMs. If you don't know the Ace Family, it's like, they have a lot of like controversy, but I love watching their videos because it's like wholesome content. Like I love watching the babies and stuff. (laughs) So for my guilty pleasure, to be honest, I mean, not really the controversy, but like everyone, um, basically they were talking about like Catherine, the girl was talking about how guys will like, or girls will be in Austin's DMs and have like no respect for her. And they'll be trying to like get at him, tell him to like leave her for them, like blah, blah, blah. And then Catherine was like, yeah, guys don't really like do that to me. And she's like, girls are just like way more crazy than guys when it comes to that. And it's like, she was kind of missing the point. The reason guys aren't doing that to her is because like she's Austin's property because they're together, you know? And I was kind of like, oh my God, like, it's not like girls are more like crazy or like want to like ruin marriages or relationships. It's just that we view women as property. So guys aren't going to do that because it's like, oh, she's like off limits. Obviously there's exceptions, you know, whatever, but generally speaking, that's kind of how it goes. Um, so yeah, I think just keeping that in mind. And I feel like if, I don't know, it's like, you can't really blame someone for saying that or thinking that like, oh, girls are just so much more wild. Like this, another classic, this is why I just hang out with guys. Like girls are just too much drama for me. Um, because it's how we're brought up in this society, you know? Um, so I guess, you know, as long we just have to like talk about these issues openly and become aware of them because there was a point where I wasn't aware of this stuff, you know? So it's like, you can't really get mad at somebody. You can just kind of like try to share your opinions on Twitter and hope for the best. Um, and then also there's another point that kind of stems off of this and just the red table talk, but there started to be tweets 
of like Aisha at the beach and she's wearing like a full cover up, like long sleeve, like long dress. It was just like a swim cover up. And people were like, oh, this is why she doesn't get any like male attention. Like, why is she like covering her whole body, blah, blah, blah. And the point was brought up that like, you know, we have this almost storyline. Oh my God, that was, I'm so sorry. Fuck, the nails really got in the way. (laughs) But we have this, you know, you're either a good girl or you're a hoe. You're either like a wife or you're a thought. And you have to choose. And if you're a thought, you know, you're unlovable and you're never going to like have a husband because that's the point of life, you know? And if you're a good girl, you know, your husband's going to cheat on you with the thought. Like, I'm sorry, that's just how it goes. Anyway, you just can't win. Like, you can't win. If you're a thought, it's like, ew, you're gross. Like, oh my God, (laughs) loose pussy. Like, that's so gross to me. If you're a housewife, it's like, oh my God, like, what? You don't care about how you look? You don't, like, what? Like, you're so boring. You're so, like, what the fuck? Why are you covering your whole body? People are always going to find some shit to say. So at the end of the day, you just need to say fuck it and do whatever you want. Bitch, like, fuck. And it's so hard because, again, we're brought up in this society where it's like we're conditioned to think this way. So to go against literally what we've been taught since we were born and what our parents instilled into us and like blah, blah, blah. And again, it's not necessarily out of contempt. You know, I I don't know. Like, my mom's definitely very, like, feminist. Both my parents very, like, liberal and you know, somewhat woke in that way, but we're still brought up in the this society that believes that and throughout pop culture and movies and TV shows and just like everything, all the content that we consume, it's just in our brain. Like we don't know any anything else. So to go against that is really hard, but we can try. And just, I think being aware of it is the first step. And then you can kind of be mindful of it and catch yourself. You know, if you're like, I don't know, let me think like for me, an example would be sometimes I'm about to post a bikini pic or more of a scandalous pic. And I'm like, wait, like, is this too much? Like, I don't want people to think I'm a hoe. And then I catch myself and I'm like, so being a hoe is bad. So I care what these people think. So I'm not going to be worthy of something if I am deemed a hoe. Like, what? And then I'm like, motherfucking post. Put my little hashtags. Boom. <laughs> so yeah, just mindfulness and I guess just speaking out in instances where people are being assholes. You know, like if you're hanging out with like a group of bros and they're like, oh yeah, but I heard shit loose pussy. If you're like, that's literally not a real thing. Like, are you literally dumb? <laughs> you know, maybe it's not like you can open everyone's mind up, but at least for yourself, It'll make yourself feel better. (laughs) Like, at least I am not being subject to this stupidity. You feel me? Are you stupid or dumb? Um, So yeah, at the end of the day, you really just can't win. So do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to wear a full-length swim cover-up, do it. If you want to, like, have kids, do it. If you want to post, like, your whole ass and tits on Twitter, do it. Like, fuck with these literally, like, stupid... Usually men are going to say, and also what the pick me's are going to say, because like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I know that's like, again, it's so hard because it feels so much like it does matter because 
of society and it's just like a lot it's just like we can do it like just know that I'm here with you like on this journey of like (laughs) just trying to break through the patriarchy like we can do it together um but I'd love to hear what your thoughts were on this if you watched the red table talk what you took away from it um have you had an experience with like the whole like wifey versus hoe dilemma you could say lightly (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'd love to know. Okay. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about was intuition, bitch. And I asked you guys on Instagram to share with me what intuition means to you, what it feels like. If you have any like stories or experiences where you're, you, you like went against your intuition or you followed it and like what happened. And I just want to say, I'm going to start doing this for each podcast, like have some sort of topic and just ask you guys your like opinions or thoughts on it on yeah, I think like Instagram stories. So make sure you follow me. I mean, you probably literally do because how many people listen to this podcast? Like one, like I'm sure that one person follows me on Instagram. Um, it's not like it's like different audiences, but anyway, I wanted to share some of the responses. Um, this girl says to me, intuition just feels like a strong force, a sense of knowing Um, a lot of people are saying they feel something in their stomach or their gut, which to me, I don't know. I don't know if I personally feel that. Like I get the saying like gut feeling, but I don't know if I physically feel something in my gut. Um, this girl says when you say yes or no in your mind and there's a pull to a certain answer or a thing, the more you practice using it, the better it gets the better you get at like following it. That's really true. Um, they say when you have butterflies, it's a bad sign. What do you think about butterflies? I don't know. Cause I get butterflies when I'm like getting out of my comfort zone, you know, but it ends up being like a positive experience. I don't know. It's just, that's kind of up to you like to decide because sometimes it's just stress, you know, it's just the stress cycle. Um, Every single time I've trusted my intuition, I've been right. True. My intuition once felt like a panic attack. Mood. Who can relate? When I've thought about someone I haven't seen for ages and then I see them somewhere, they say the gut is the second brain. True. And then someone just says, do you smoke? (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) You (laughs) You just know things. And she capitalized no. Thank you for understanding me. Um, But yeah, to me, it's like when you have, Sonia said to me, your intuition is not going to make you feel anxious or like stressed out. And I think I said this, I feel like I have said this, but it's like when you have this initial like pull towards something or reaction towards something. And the only reason you go against it is because you start trying to rationalize it with your brain and your thoughts. Like for example, If a guy asks you on a date, like say you meet a guy somewhere and then he's texting you and he's like, oh, do you want to do this? And you're like, uh, but then you're like, you know, maybe I should give him a chance. You know, I have been trying to like go out more. You know, I have been trying to find a bae. Like, you know, maybe he's not that bad. Like blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're just trying to rationalize what you already thought. Or like, I don't know, even like for anything, like say your friends are like, do you want to go to this concert? You're like, uh. But then you're like, you know, I really have, you know, I should probably like do something. But your initial reaction was like, no. Or for opposite, what would be an example? Like you want, 
I'm trying to think of something that's not stupid. <laughs> like you want to do something, someone suggests something, you have an idea and you're like, "Ooh, yeah." But then you're like, "I don't deserve that." Like, "No, you know, I should probably share." Like, blah blah blah. "Oh, do you want to like go on this trip with us?" You're like, "Ooh." And then you're like, "You know, I I think I should just like stay home." I don't know. Like, I don't feel cute anyway. Like, I don't know if I'd have anything to wear, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's just that a first gut reaction. That's just the only way I can describe it. And I'm sure you can relate. And again, mindfulness is everything. Once you become aware of it, you can start catching yourself and being like, oh, that's what that is. And I totally relate with what the one girl said about um, every time you go with it, like you end up being right or you end up like making the right decision. That's like so true. And then a bunch of you guys shared with me your stories in my DMs, which I don't want to like expose people because I didn't say that I was going to like read them or anything. Um, but a few people were just talking about how they had like a feeling about somebody, somebody in a relationship or um, yeah, just some kind of like, oh, again, I don't want to expose anyone or read anybody's stories. Um, but yeah, and they ended up being right or they ended up being wrong and having to learn the hard way and like having to go through all this like bullshit to eventually realize that they made the wrong decision. But you know, we learn something from everything. So even if you go against your intuition or you, you know, make the quote unquote wrong decision, it's just a learning experience. And you can be like, okay, you can go back and be like, okay, this was the point in which I had that feeling. And then this is what I did and thought that what ended up being like the opposite of that feeling. So then in the future in future experiences, you can go back to that and be like, okay, like I'm not going to make that mistake again. Um, so yeah, if you did not share any intuition stories with me, I would love to hear them. Um, trying to think of like a specific example that I have, but nothing really specific comes out to mind. It's just like, I don't know. Again, just that initial feeling, you know, don't talk yourself out of shit. They'll make you shine, you know, (laughs) but anyway, I'm going to make a food and upload this and continue with my life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you want me to talk about in future episodes. And yeah, share with me anything in my DMs or on Tumblr. Mostly IG DMs though, to be honest, or Twitter. Thanks for listening and I will talk to you guys next time.